Hey guys, this is Dustin from Music the Lightblood. Real quick, before we get too far into the show, I want to tell you about something. I live in Indianapolis, and in Indianapolis exists my favorite Midwestern record store. They're absolutely badass. They're called Indie, CD, and Vinyl. They're located at 806 Broad Ripple Ave in the awesome Broad Ripple neighborhood of Indianapolis. You can also find them on Facebook and Twitter at Indie, CD, and Vinyl. That's I-N-D-Y, by the way. I love this place. I go in there on a regular basis have literally never had a shitty experience the staff is engaging friendly knowledgeable they're just there helping you out finding what you need as far as your music collecting needs go vinyl cds cassettes for the hardcores in the crowd new and used everything you could think of metal hardcore hip-hop punk rock ska jazz big band swing Everything under the sun as far as amazing music could be yours at Indie CD and Vinyl. So, like I said, check them out on Twitter and Facebook at Indie CD and Vinyl. And if you're in the Indianapolis area, I want you to stop in and say, fuck yeah, I love Indie CD and Vinyl. Sell me some amazing music. Sitting around with time to kill. Hey folks, Big Jake here just to take a minute and remind you that Music the Lifeblood is not a politically correct podcast. So the following episode might have some colorful commentary on the subjects at hand. Listener discretion is advised. Sitting around with time to kill. If we don't do it, then no one will. Our eyes are cold, our thoughts are low. Fifteen minutes till we lose control. You are now listening to... Music, the lifeblood. A generation behind, going nowhere's just fine. Maybe tonight, some night we die. Ladies and gentlemen, you have tuned in to another episode of the Music the Lightblood podcast. I'm your very humble host, Dustin. Join with me, as always, is the frilly scarf to my unbuttoned silk shirt, mm. Big Jake. Hey, what are we talking about? Today, we are discussing a band who I feel is criminally underrated and not given enough credit. Yeah? Criminally. Criminally. Today, we're talking about the 1968 Scott-based Scottish band, (laughs) Nazareth. And their subsequent tour de force. Hair of the Dog. Hair of the Dog. Yeah. So, it's the Nazareth Hair of the Dog episode. It's... I'm... So fucking excited. <laughs> we, I, you know, I'm excited too because we've, uh, we've had a, we've had a whole string of newer bands. Yeah, yeah. And dare I say, I've been bristling. Yeah. Oh, you poor thing. I've been, I've been. Became... I spent three years talking about Kiss and the Misfits. I think, <laughs> think you'll be fine. I mean, those are what matter. <laughs> You're right. How dare I make such claims? <laughs> the music, the lifeblood world. As you're as you're driving your your tour your tour bus yeah through through the music through the life music land. the lifeblood land you see many a Glenn Danzig themed billboard yes many many <laughs> and you will pass Striper at some point <laughs> at some like point. they're 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 holding rollers going the other way down the highway <laughs> the in my head I picture Striper going oh God they were over there we oh gotta, God we gotta we gotta go in <laughs> we gotta reconvert. Oh, God, they're here. We got to go. We got to go. Yeah, so it's the Nazareth Hair of the Dog episode. Underrated album. Incredibly so. This, I got some bold statements to make. Yeah. I yeah. got some bold things to say on this episode. Yeah, I think as we as we do yes. the music, the lifeblood chat mm-hmm. between the four gents. Yes. 
we had, we all had some things to we say. Had, we all had some we uh, also all have this album on vinyl <laughs> all four of us Derek, have this album well Derek was just joking oh okay. he was like nah I'm kidding and oh. I'm like that's not a good joke to be fair your copy might have been his copy <laughs> <laughs> to be fair it wasn't yeah, I, yeah. I swear you know the, the I, I have a long history with this album and as do I and one of the most it was an album my mother and father had same for me. It was in yeah. my mom and dad's record collection. And I remember pulling it out and looking at the cover. You know, you see the, was that Frank Frazetta? I don't know off the top of my head. I, I don't even know. Like, the cover is very iconic, but I don't know what I'm looking at Did, when I look at it. Yeah, it's confusing. Yeah. It's dogs with. Is it dogs or is it one three-headed dog? It also has wings, but they're really far back. I could think it could be a three-headed dog. Yeah. Like, is it Cerberus? Like, a really, like, 70 acid trippy version of Cerberus? Yeah, I That'd guess. That'd be pretty fucking dope. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a fucking abomination, whatever the it. hell it is. I love this album cover. I, I remember pulling this out of... cool, too. I remember pulling it out of my mom and dad's uh, record shelf. Yeah. That's how I keep... I know. You, don't, you can't see the back on yours, but um, I know what it is. I remember pulling it out of my mom and dad's record shelf and just being like, what the fuck is this? What's that, though? And yeah. I, I had latched on to music at a very young age. So did I, yeah. Um, bought my first Kiss album when I was seven. Oh, I was wow. into Black Sabbath by like eight years old. <laughs> um, had discovered Nazareth, that sort of thing. And I remember listening to this album uh, in my bedroom when I was yeah. a kid, my mom and dad's copy of it. And I remember being like, this is fucking awesome. This is great. This yeah. is, I mean... You guys, and I'm not saying the new kids on the block are horrible. But, but Nazareth. But you guys should be listening to Nazareth. Yep. Get your fucking elementary school ass shit together. Yeah, I this was the band that I used it as my trump card to for for like my my music my music uh credentials. Oh, okay. We were in like junior high and high school. Like right. my our friends were getting together and like talking about bands. Like one of my friends in like seventh grade introduced me to Van Halen. And I'd never heard of Van Halen before right. seventh grade. And I was like, you heard of Nazareth? And they're like, who's Nazareth? And I'm like, Trump card! All right. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, you know, they're, dare I say they're the, I don't know. They give you street credit with, with the 70s arena rock crowd. Mm-hmm. You know? I said, I got some, I have some things to say about this album. Yeah. That, that yeah. tie into that. Yeah. So. You can, I mean, you could be like, yeah, Houses of the Holy's good. Yeah. Led Zeppelin 4. That's totally amazing. But have you fucking. Hair of the Dog. Have you rolled a joint on the cover of Hair of the Dog? <laughs> don't roll. You know? That's so beautiful. Don't do that. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking about that. I was, I was thinking about that with you. And one of the things that there's obviously a generation gap between the two of us. This is about 10 years. Yeah, there's yeah. 10. Well, there's we're 10 the, years. We're the same generation, but there's a large time gap in there. See, I yeah. don't think, I see, I don't think we are. You're, As, you're, you're still a millennial. Millennials, av- you're born after ninety nine. No, no, that's the that's the thing. That's generation. That's generation X. No, generation gener- Y. Generation Y. Look, yeah. I don't know. Fucking all I know is I'm not going to be a millennial. That's just not happening. <laughs> I, just re- um, I refuse. It's not not going to happen. And one of the things that I was I was thinking about the last couple of days as we were leading up to this, yeah, that you probably have been able to listen to this as an LP. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, you've had the experience of listening side one, flipping it over, and yeah, going into absolutely. side two. And not a lot of the music we talk about have you been able to do that. Yeah. You know, it, you're, you're just sort of like, you're like a Spotify MP3 sort of guy. You're not a millennial. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I checked. No. Just just barely. My, Are you not at all? My IQ is entirely too high. Yeah, but I mean, fuck you. <laughs> my... <laughs> You're 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 seventy seventy nine seventy nine. Yeah. You missed it by two years. It's eighty one to ninety six. Okay. There you go. Right on. I don't. I don't Does that make you that. a baby boomer? <laughs> yes. Gross. You're you're, no, you're failing, the, the sir. Baby, baby boomers were the ones that were like World War Two. <laughs> yeah, they were yeah. born around World War Two. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know what gen. I don't care what generation that makes me. All I know is that I was just curious. I just I just like to prove you wrong. Yeah. I, I just don't. Yeah. I double checked. Yeah. To make sure that I had a chance to prove you wrong. Yeah, I'm not a millennial. I was wrong. All I know is that I have superior intellect and strength. <laughs> so. <laughs> I am superior in every way. <laughs> I don't eat Tide Pods. I started I started working out my biceps. Again? Hard, hardcore. Again? again so, yeah. yeah I noticed that the weight bench was cleared the last couple of times I've been in here. Yeah, so, I've been. Or I've been. less, less cluttered. Still some stuff. Yeah. Less cluttered. Well, I mean, I use it every day, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, so Nazareth Hair the Dog. Yeah. The Ultra Mega Music Light Blood Ultra Mega Special Edition. Is this an Ultra Mega? Yeah, this oh, is an no. Ultra Mega episode, okay, cool. I would say. Yeah, because it's it's a long time coming. It is. I it think is. this We've one, mentioned them a number of times. Yeah, it yeah. holds a significant it's a bookmark. It is. With significance in both of our lives. So. Indeed. All right. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, I just want to take a minute and tell you guys that Music of the Light Blood does have a Patreon. And yes, we will take your goddamn money. All of it. Increments. As little as $1. As much as $500. we are going to encourage you to stay in that $1 to $20 range because there's a lot of work for us. 500 has go, got its perks, though. It does. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Night on the town with us. Night that's, on the that's, town. That's... We don't even get a night on the town with us. Piggyback rides. Piggyback rides, high fives. <laughs> All kinds of Man, stuff. Man, you're just living the life. Yeah, so Google Music Lightblood, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, in case you don't know how to spell and you have no idea how the world works at this point. <laughs> on top of that, I want to remind everyone also that Music of Lifeblood is available on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you are listening to the Music of Lifeblood podcast on YouTube right now, don't forget, there's two other shows for you to ingest don't forget to like comment and subscribe there you go vinyl thursday and conversations from the pit and we're on social media if you're into that bullshit we have a lot of time agitating we do we enjoy it yeah good times whole lot of good times i do a lot on the we don't we don't do the twitter fuck the twitter yeah the instagram i mean we have a twitter yeah but we don't use it yeah and then we we got the instagram that we use pretty regularly we got the Facebook, that's the hub. That's our main hub. The hub. And we got the MTLB Snap that I post things every time we record something. There so. you go. All right. All right. Let's take a break. Woo. When we come back, hair, hair of the, the dog. dog. Psst. Hey. What? Fucko. Yeah, you. Who are you? Do you listen to Music the Lifeblood on SoundCloud? Because you should. Because I might be touching myself right now. Gross. And you should also like, comment, and subscribe. What are you doing? Ah, Don't come in! Big Jake. Dustin. Hair of the dog. Yep, love it. Do you remember the first time you heard this album? I do. Um, My dad, my dad and I, my dad's, he likes music, but he's not into it like me and my mom are. My mom's a singer. I'm a singer. I'm a musician. So dad likes music, but he's not into it like we are. But when dad would give me a music recommendation, 
I would know, oh shit, dad, this is something I need to check out because dad likes it. Right. So I remember we were going somewhere and we were at Walmart years and I'm, I'm young. I'm real little, like eight or nine, maybe 10. Mm. And we were just walking through the electronics section and he finds the hair of the dog CD and he's mm. like, Oh, holy shit. And he buys it. Cause he's just, he's just like, it, you could just see like history flowing back to him. Oh, right. And right, like, right. he's just okay. reliving his youth. And so he picks it up and mom, wouldn't let, mom wouldn't let him listen to it with me in the car because of the, the language. Cause I was young and, and <laughs> in hair of the dog. Right. My mom's really overprotective about that when I was young. So, the next time me and dad go somewhere alone, he's like, don't tell your mom. I'm going to show you Nazareth. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So he shows me Nazareth. And I mean, like, like you said, it's, it, it was the cover that grabbed me. Right. Because it's so fucking metal. Yeah. It's fucking metal. Yeah. 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 And it's like, super. It reminds yeah. me of like, I think I called it a while back. It's like a moldy version of seventh son of a seventh. Yeah. Son. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, uh, I remember listening to it. I remember being young and being like, oh, these dudes are edgy because they say son of a bitch a whole lot. Because <laughs> I was I was young. A whole lot. Yeah, a whole lot. Like, it's that chorus. <laughs> and, and, uh, we should but, count it sometime. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so, like, I remember it being like, it kind of, it didn't scare me, obviously, but it was like, like, kind of a shock. Like, whoa. Little taboo. Yeah. For, especially for, like, you know, a 10 year old. Yeah. So I was like completely entranced, but also like, fearful <laughs> so, right, right so because I, I was raised really like not sheltered but i was very much like things were censored very yeah much like yeah i didn't watch a pg-13 movie until i was 13 <laughs> that kind of situation i mean that's the rule yes <laughs> and uh yeah that was just the way i was raised so like this was like a big deal to me to be able to hear music right. that was like like sneaky and dirty and so i was super excited about it ever since then this is one of those albums that like i i've kind of put like a is as a pivotal moment of like this is what i like yeah. this is what i want yeah yeah so yeah and my dad had vi- had the vinyl uh in their bedroom behind the door he had like a, a milk crate of vinyl and they would i don't know if they, were, they weren't listening to them but they were often like shuffled through you could see where like someone been looking at them and one time I went in there, my, my, when I was little, my video games were in there so that they could be monitored when I was playing. So that I wasn't, I wasn't playing too much. I had to go, I had to ask to, to go play the games. And Nas Hair of the Dog was on the front. Like somebody had put it on the very front of the collection. I remember being just like, what is that? <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely one of those moments where it's like, I don't know what this is, but I want more of this. Right. Yeah. I think it. I don't know. It always amazes me the difference between our upbringing, you know, our each respective upbringing. Yeah, because you were a fucking hooligan. <laughs> I was. You were a fucking <laughs> monster, and I was, for lack of a good, for lack of a better term, a pussy. So I was a goody yeah, two shoes. Yeah. I was a khaki pants, Hawaiian shirts, parted hair, motherfucking goody two shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I there's certain things I'm not going to talk about on the show, but <laughs> yeah. I, I want to be. You tell me I about them. I want to be safe, safely in the arms of statute of limitations because yeah, things could still be being looked could in, be, looked could, in upon. Could be yeah, some but of them were. Ooh, ooh. Give us another decade and we'll be good. <laughs> no, I you know I I remember hearing this and I I developed an affinity for 
older bands when I was pretty when I was young. I started listening to Kiss when I was seven yeah. years old. I bought Destroyer, mm-hmm. and then pff, I was off from there. Discovered Black Sabbath not too long after that. Uh, I was like, in, I think I was in eighth grade when I discovered, like, got into Black Sabbath. Yeah, I was. I mean, ACDC. I, I you know, I, I everybody talks about Back in Black, but the album I gravitated towards was the Who Made Who soundtrack. Mine was ACDC Live. Mm, okay that's the one i got yeah. that's the first one that i was like Fuck. from donnington what is that 91 92 uh, it's uh abba abba not abba not I like mean, not like abba the band acdc like, with abba it was live it no, not was it maybe it was donnington i can't remember but they have a dvd that went with it, it yeah was live in somewhere yeah i think it was a, it was a donnington monsters rock that yeah, sort of yeah, big, yeah. big gigantic so that was, festival thing. that was the album that went with that was the one that like got me hooked so, so that was when chris slade was playing for him the big ball guy on drums yeah yes phil rudd had phil rudd had, had went stopped. and left and simon wright had went and came and went already yeah. too yeah because i remember being like that drummer's way younger than the rest of them <laughs> like he's about the same age is he? Well, he looked way younger than Angus. Yeah, than well, <laughs> I mean, it's because he looks like the dude, the, the bad guy from The Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> he does. So it's, the guy with it's, the big brow. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's got that thing where he has no hair, no fingernails. Yeah. I can't, I don't know what it's called, but he was in, um, uh, he, he, was in he, was, he was a bad guy in The Golden Child. Yeah. He was one of the biker <laughs> dudes in Weird Science. Yeah. Like he's had a cool career just yeah, being like, sure. who the fuck is that freak? That weird dude you know? is here and he's real <laughs> tall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, Chris Slade, I don't know. He's, yeah. I don't know. I like Simon Wright. I like Phil I, Rudd, but I like Simon I like, like Simon Phil Wright. Rudd, but I was, I mean, Chris Slade was the first drummer I saw. So I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I wanna, that guy's got two bass drums on either side of him. <laughs> I want that. Thunder! I love wow. that. Yeah, he had the like the regular kit, and then he had the two bass drums on either side, like yep. where his China symbols should be. Yep. And I was like, "That's so fucking cool." It'd be funny, like instead of symbols, we're just going to do bass drums. Yeah, just more bass drums. <laughs> just a line of <laughs> just hitting up above his head. Boom. Nope. Why? Why are we doing this? Yeah, because it's awesome. We're taking it in a new direction. I don't all think I don't think Malcolm's gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, I I had been turned on to this album when I was young. Like I said, I remember looking through my mom and dad's record collection and just being amazed. Yeah, like just like it. it's just the art alone is enough to grab you. Yeah, and my my older brother Derek, our musical lightbloods roving reporter. Yes, uh, Derek had uh, Derek wasn't I don't he wasn't as fixated on music as I was mm-hmm. at a young age but he definitely had what I think was a uh, a more intense appreciation of it than probably yeah. most, most other normal young people, people who aren't walking into around. music and Derek I remember the first couple CDs Derek had bought he got a yeah. he got a bought a CD player from a place called Mr. Steve's rent to own in Hartford City nice and uh he bought Scorpions Worldwide Live, uh, Bon Jovi. Which uh, one? Slippery When Wet? Uh, no, not Slippery When Wet. The one with Runaway on it. Ooh, she's a little I think that's the first album, right? I thought Slippery When Wet was their first album. No, right? no. Did they, have a self-titled third. Be- did they have a self-title before that? I end? think the first one is the one with Runaway on it. Okay. Second one is that 700-something Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that is. And then Slippery When, Slippery when, wet. when wet, I think. But... Yeah. I'm not going to shoehorn a bunch Purple of... Purple leather pants. Yeah. That's all I, that's all yeah. I got. 
We should do a Bon Jovi episode. Remember when? Now remember the time he's a country band now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Blech. No, thank you. Blech. Uh, but anyway, Derek had bought. He bought a handful of CDs. Yeah. And on the times that I couldn't go into his room and listen to the CDs, yeah, I would be in my room with actual LPs with records with yeah. my mom and dad's leftovers. And I think that's what got me so attached. To, to vinyl at an yeah. at an early age, I had a I just developed a, an appreciation of it. I remember hearing "Hair of the Dog." I always thought it was an awesome song, but really, what hit me when I was young was "Miss Misery." See, I was you before we had, before we started the show. I was I, I was like, "That's Hair of the Dog" is not even my favorite song on this album. "Miss Misery" is my favorite song. It's really album. good. Yeah, Miss Misery. It's so his voice is so strange. He sounds like. Like man, like Brian Johnson, and Brian Johnson was better. No, no. Well, Are you sure? I mean, kind of, <laughs> kind of in that ballpark. Yeah, but this is gonna piss everybody off. I mean, good. He sounds like what I think Bon Scott wished he could sing, sound like. No, I'll buy that. Yeah, no, I totally buy that. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, that was loud. In Sorry, the Jesus Sorry about Christ, that. Mate. Sounded like yeah. a fucking T Rex. Yeah, it's I. Dan McCafferty as a vocalist. Good God, he's so good. Is he? Did he pass? Not. I know he, he's not in the band anymore. Not yet. No. Yeah, he retired. I think okay. it was 2013. Oh wow! Like, so it wasn't that long ago. No, no, it was pretty recent. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. they had a big. They had a big resurgence in the late 90s. Um, and that would have put Dan. At like 50, 51, around like 97. That's not you can do that. 98. Yeah. It was totally doable. Well, they started in 68. Yeah. Like that's, I didn't realize. I knew I knew they were yeah. an older band, but like, whole, that's like Sabbath old. Well, I mean, when they put out Hair of the Dog, they were, I think, six albums in Jeez. when they released Hair of the Dog. Because I only, I only one, know. Two, three, four, five. Hair of the Dog would have been their sixth album. The only one I'm familiar with is, or ones I'm most familiar with are Hair of the Dog and, uh, I remember the album cover. I can't remember what it's called. No Mean City, the, with the with the goblin thing on the front. Expect no mercy. Expect no mercy. That's the one. Yep. Yeah, those are the only two I'm familiar with. I don't know about the rest of their stuff. Yeah, as you know, I I, re- I wanted to at least touch base on it because yeah. if you have, did you go back and listen to anything prior to? Hair I mean, of the I've Dog? listened to Expect No Mercy, but God, I, f- I feel well. Expect No Mercy was '77. Hair of the Dog '75. Oh, wow, it was afterwards. Yeah, it was okay. after. Which, which is funny because that, that is, this, Hair of the Dog is sonically, in my opinion, the best album they had ever released. Oh, uh, yeah, I would agree it's with that. It's the best written, best produced, best engineered. It sounds absolutely killer. But when you listen to Expect No Mercy, it's like, Jesus Christ, did you guys backslide? <laughs> and it, I, it's, it's kind of like, it's, uh, what album is Sweet Leaf on by Sabbath? Um, four? Is it? I think it's four. Uh, whatever album whatever album sweet leaf is on i'm sorry i do not i do not commit ozzy era sabbath to memory that's okay but when you listen to an album like master of reality or even the first album yeah the the self-titled the first album it sounds so amazing and then when you get to that album with Sweet Leaf and I think Children of the Grave is on that one too. That's my favorite Sabbath song. But that album, it sounds like garbage. It does, it does not sound as it's, good. And and Nazareth kind of experienced that too. Yeah. When you when you listen to uh, Expect No Mercy, 
or even play the game and and close uh, was it close enough for rock and roll? I think mm-hmm. it's just sonically, it's just not awful. Good. It's yeah. awful. Well, like, I, I it would was, imagine it was a step back. Seeing as that there are other bands who have that, a similar problem, I would say it's probably the we're experimenting with new technology mm-hmm. for recording, and it's it makes the recording tech's job easier. But it doesn't sound better. Yeah. So like yeah. we're 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 getting there. So I bet that's probably yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. Right? Well, I you know I'm look I I, I think there's <laughs> hold on easy killer. <laughs> there's there's a lot of people that get up on the the deep purple jock. You know yeah. what I mean and want to bounce for a while. Mm-hmm. But I just can't like I think they're a talented band. I think Ian Gillen is an amazing singer. Yeah. I think Richie Blackmore is a great guitarist, great songwriter. Mm-hmm. And all the guys that came and went through Deep Purple, whether it's Cozy Powell or just all those guys. Uh there's too many there's like There's a lot of dudes the, that have been the, played in Deep the Purple. The amount of people that have been in and out of Deep Purple, you could probably staff the Pentagon. You know, it's just you could staff all of the department of Dave Mustaine. <laughs> Yeah, good point. There you go. Good point. Good point. See the Agro Ambassadors episode. Episode, episode Uno. That, to get that joke. Um, <laughs> Roger Glover, yeah, I mean, he plays in Deep Purple and he produced, uh, I think, like three or four Nazareth albums, mm-hmm. and they sound like garbage. They, they, they sound awful. Now, whether <laughs> he helped them out from a songwriter standpoint or was just more of a, let's get it recorded, you know, yeah. I'll let you know what I think sort of thing. I don't know, but man, when when they moved Manny Manny Charlton, the guitar player of Nazareth, over yeah. to the producer's chair, mm-hmm. I think he co-produced with Roger Glover one or two Nazareth albums, mm-hmm. and then they went with Manny for the longest time after that. But Hair of the Dog, I think, was loud and proud they did with Roger and Manny. Rampant, they did with just Manny, and then Hair of the Dog with Manny. Okay. So I think Rampant was him kind of trying to get his shit together. Yeah, yeah. But Nazareth, sonically, sounds incredible. There's, There's no other album in their catalog that sounds yeah. as good as this. It's the guitar tone on fuzz. Hair of the Dog. A lot of fuzz. It's so good. Yeah. Especially in Hair of the Dog, the, the, the talk box riff. The guitar behind it, the big whole notes. Bow. It's so fucking ballsy. There's so much tone. The way they, the way they, the way they did that too. The way it's played, it's almost like muted big chords. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's doing it. It has it adds a lot of punctuation. It sounds it's a very specific sound, but it's I know it's not because it wasn't even around yet. But it sounds like they're using a big muff. It's that real fat, thick tone. It sounds like they're using a big muff clear back in like <laughs> the seventies. Yeah, it wasn't a thing yeah. yet. I, I kind of, I, I kind of wonder. I tried to dig into any kind of engineering information I could find, but I couldn't find. It's anything. because this band is criminally overlooked. Yeah, yeah, there's criminally. Not, there's not a lot of content, but I don't know if I agree with you on that. Really, I think I think this album is criminally overlooked. Nah. But not the band. I think it. I, I'm. I'm going to throw around a word that we use very often, and this is why I think it's overlooked. So we often throw around the word proto metal, mm-hmm. and all of the bands that have attributed to what we sure. know today as metal. And I feel like Nazareth, spe- specifically, bleh, 
specifically in their tone mm-hmm. is hugely important and sure, they, i don't sure. think they get any credit for the proto metal movement i well i uh, no i get it i get the point you're trying to make but i i think you can lay as far as across the pond mm-hmm. whether it's a uk or europe or whatever the mm-hmm. case is the scorpions and priests had everybody beat i mean i'm know, not even saying left, you're wrong left it's just right. like how many times do you hear would we talk about like influential classic bands in Nazareth comes up. See, I don't. It's not often. See, I don't think there because I, I, I different. I differentiate from a an impact as a band or an impact mm. as an album. Okay. I think this album has major impact. Agreed. But yeah. them as a band mm-hmm. versus the the greater sort of construction of yeah. proto metal and metal. No, they don't have a lot of impact because uh, I think they literally wrote one good album, and the, and this is yeah. it. But I mean, how many of the bands do you know who we talk about because they had one good album that oh, still that still get more credit? Elastica. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's a very specific example for you. But I mean, there are bands out there that have put out like one or two albums that we still talk about today, sure, as being sure. great. And but for some sure. reason, this doesn't come up as having like a huge impact. Well, that's why that's why I differentiate between them being an influential band and it yeah. being an influential album. Gotcha. I think it's you're better. I I would put my chips with the album. I'd buy the, that. Yeah. The category, you know, the the sort of structuring that argument yeah, that yeah. way. I just don't I don't think they're from a songwriting standpoint, they wrote some real clunkers. And yeah. there there are way more clunkers than there are good ones in yeah, the catalog. And that's that's just because, you know, I went back and I listened to the self-titled exercises, Razmanaz, Loud, Proud, Rampant, Was It Close Enough for Rock and Roll, Play the Game, Expect No I went back and listened to everything that they did. And in my opinion, it's kind of like Stephen King. They wrote too much. Should have so, so, dialed it back yeah, a bit. Cut, cut that in half. And cut you, the fat. And yeah. You probably have a couple really, really good sort of rhythm and blues influenced just rock albums. Proto-metal rock albums yeah. sort of thing, which... They, I think they just they wrote too much, but it could have been that could be a side effect of them being a working band. They're a relatively blue collar band. Yeah, they gotta keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were probably pushing out product. Yeah. But you know, when when you listen, have you heard their song Telegram? Is it on which album is it on? It's on Close Enough for Rock and Roll. Probably it came not. out in '76. I think yeah. it's the album after Hair of the Dog. But mm-hmm. to me, that song is the next best thing that they've ever done. Okay, it's kind of like their rhyme of the ancient mariner. Gotcha. It's gotcha. this massive for Nazareth. This massive overture. Yeah, composition yeah. that's just like there's a lot of moving parts to it. It's real atmospheric. It's real moody. That sort yeah. of thing. It's about a band in the '70s being on the road and. How much it can kind of suck sometimes. I bet. So, but if you're gonna check out anything else, check out the the title track to "Expect No Mercy" and mm-hmm. "Telegram." That'd be my. Okay. But there's not other than the "Hair of the Dog." Yeah. I think they were. I think they hit the nail on the head once. Yeah. And they. Hit, I guess. I guess hit, for me, they they hit the nail real fucking hard. I guess for me that's enough to like have like a influence, like a large influence sure, on everyone sure, else. So I sure. guess that's where I'm coming from. Is it like? I guess I don't separate band from album. I'm just like it's all, it's all one. Hmm. So like it, it's for me. Like I just know how influential it was for me. I can only imagine hearing this in you know the mid seventies and just being like, <laughs> like this is yeah. Whoa. I think yeah. it's it's got 
like you said, there's a proto metal vibe to it, but I think the Zeppelin fans could mm-hmm. get into it. The oh, ACDC yeah. fans could get into it. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of, and even like a band, like by the time you get to like 79, 80, 81, an Angel Witch fan or an Iron Maiden fan could, oh, yeah. could be into this Absolutely, album. Absolutely, yeah. It, it's just, I don't know. It's a shame because some of their albums have some pretty fucking sweet artwork. You know, which kind of bums me out. Yes, the Expect No Mercy Expect album. Expect No Mercy. Really I, cool. I, I expect, I in my head, I want Expect No Mercy to sound like fucking Bathory. You know what yeah, I mean? By, by the album yeah, cover. Yeah, by the yeah. album cover, I'm like, what is this? It's vicious. And then you put it on and, and you're like. Yeah. Expect No Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like. No, I kind of I I assume when I first saw that album cover, I because my dad had that one too, and I my copy of that still like sealed has the, the hype sticker everything on it, and uh, I was like, what's this? And he's like, that's a, that's Nazareth, and I'm like, that's Nazareth, <laughs> like that looks like that should sound like like accept. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's that's what i like when i hear it i hear like dawkin and accept and yeah all of those yeah bands. i want to that album cover i want to be like we gave it to the wrong band yeah give that <laughs> give that to accept <laughs> i can see balls to the wall being on that album oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like fucking london leather boys or What's, fast as a shark is it was crazy like a shark fast, fast, fast like fast a, shark? a shark okay yeah. i mean Either Crazy way, as a shark is yeah. probably another band. Yeah, uh, that's a good name. Yeah, that's could, a good name. It's probably an Angel Witch song. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't. The album is amazing. The it's band, real good. The band is not. I hate. Fair enough. I Fair fucking enough. hate saying that out loud. I just really love Nazareth. Yeah, but when I when I really break it down though, I think I just really love Hair of the Dog. Like. <laughs> Yeah, this is the one that I'm just like ah, but I think I just really like Hair of the Dog. Well, yeah, it's it's one of those times where the stars aligned for a band. Yeah. So, you know what it's time to do? A motherfucking track by track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A motherfucking track by track. A lot of cowbell. A lot of cowbell. And hair of the dog. That was one of the first things I remember trying to learn on drums. So I call I called my mom last night. Yeah. Right? And I because I knew my mom had went to see Nazareth. Really? <clears throat> At one point. And she yeah. swears up and down it was the Hair of the Dog tour, but she also said they played Kentucky Fried Blues. And I was like, Mom, that didn't come out until 1977 on Expect No Mercy. Yeah. And then, and then we spent, she knew it was during a blizzard, so we spent like probably 15 minutes trying to figure out what year it was in, which was- the blizzard was 78. The, the, the blizzard was 78. That's what I'm, I, like, yeah. we, I was searching setlist.com and stuff like that, <laughs> trying to figure it out. We yeah. were just like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. But anyway, my mom, my mom said she remembers him playing Hair of the Dog and everybody freaked out. It was, it was just a real interesting story because my dad was, he was working at a place called Ashley. Mm-hmm. for the company he worked for so he'd have to go up there for like a couple days at a time yeah. and he went up there during the blizzard and he got stranded stuck there yeah so my mom was with her friends and they went to see Nazareth play at the Fort Wayne Coliseum drove mm-hmm. home whatever 
my dad got stuck in the blizzard and he yeah. wound up at the same hotel that Nazareth was at. So real quick. Yeah. I'm mathing yeah. this in my head. Right. Did your mom go to see Nazareth during a blizzard while she was pregnant with you? No, no. <laughs> That's no. real close no. though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is close. Yeah. It's probably not that long after. I was like, Hmm. I'm like yeah. thinking about that. Like mm, ballsy. It's yeah. a ballsy move. I don't think she did though. <laughs> the thought had crossed my mind as well. Yeah. And I yeah. wanted to be like, Mom? <laughs> yeah. Mom, you're kind of a jerk. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was like, like, you didn't drink at the show, did <laughs> no, you? No. Like, my mom, she's never been a drinker anyway. But yeah, it was, a, it was a funny, funny, interesting story. My mom yeah. was like, I remember what he was wearing. Dan McCafferty was wearing faded bell-bottom jeans, and he mm-hmm. had a red, he had a red, nice, like, red silky shirt with gold weaving and stuff on it. And, yeah. I, and I was like, yeah, that's awesome. That's pretty fucking dope. That's totally amazing. But anyway, yeah, Hair of the Dog, the opening song. Whole lot of fucking cowbell. That's the riff. Yeah, that's the riff. That's the riff. Yeah. That's uh That's a good fucking riff. That's like smoke on the water level. Yeah. Riffage. It gets in there. Yeah. This is in your brain, and it's going to fuck your frontal lobe. If only you could understand be... Dan's lyrics as well. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty easy to I understand, mean, right? We literally just had a conversation about this. You were struggling with it, right? So were you. No, I know him. No, because you were like, <laughs> there was the, the, the weird line, the, the not heartbreaker, soul shaker, the next one. Uh, uh, something about leaning on a shoulder. Red hot mama, a, velvet charmer. The yeah, red hot mama, velvet charmer. Time's gonna be your doom. And then no, it wasn't that. There was a line that we were both like, I don't know what he says. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Heartbreaker, soul shaker. I've been told about you. Steamroller, midnight shoulder. What they've been saying must be true. Red hot mama. There, next line. Red hot mama. Yeah, velvet, velvet charmer. Yeah, I never knew what he said there till today. Yeah, I never cared to look. I mean, if you, I just kind of went. Blah, blah, it's it's blah, one blah. of the it's one of those miraculous things. Like when Ozzy Osbourne sings, you can totally see. Okay, you can make cool. it out. Yeah, fucking sweet leaf. All right, yeah. I totally know the words to that. When he talks, you're fucked. Got no idea. You're yeah. absolutely fucked. And it's the same thing with same thing with. Dan from Nazareth because he's Scottish and like he's like the ultra thick, ultra Scottish. Yeah, he's like Mel Gibson and Braveheart Scottish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched a couple interviews and I and I did like I was doing this where I was leaning in, like what, <laughs> trying to see his words, <laughs> like, like getting closer. To yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is he? What is he saying? He's drunk. He has to be drunk. And I don't like, understand. No, he's, fucking... just, he's just Scottish. And that's yeah. what I, like I watched like he pro- may be drunk, but he's also just Scottish. I watched. I watched probably ten seconds of an interview before it clicked with me. Yeah, that's his accent. And I was like, Jesus Christ, what is he on? Yeah. You know, like, and then I was like, Oh, he's got. Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> oh, did I just mistake <laughs> an accent for drunken heathenry? <laughs> it's like, ooh. Don't tell them that. Uh, you know, I, w- I will say this. You know what this song needs? Double bass. Uh, Dave Lombardo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything needs Dave Lombardo. You know what else it needs? <laughs> Ripper Owens. <laughs> <laughs> no, it needs a good guitar solo. Yeah, 
It does. The guitar solo in this is weak. I think one of the because there's like a little little solo after this like talk box. Thing. It's 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 during the talk box. There's like a little wee doo wee doo wee doo in the background, <laughs> and it's like that's not a solo. Yeah, that's basically it. You end up you end up honing in on the the rhythm guitar, which is great because it sounds awesome. Yeah, it's so fucking thick. But I don't like the Pete, the bass player, holding the one note through the last. That's chorus. that's just see, I love that. That's another reason I was like proto metal because that's such an eighties metal thing. Just yeah, whole yeah, song. Yeah. Just dum, make dum, sure dum, you're dum, 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 <laughs> the, just be on that root note. The root. If it changes, change the root note. That's it. That's the whole song. It's every 80s bass line. <laughs> what key are you playing? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm going to hit matter. open. <laughs> yeah. And if it opens not right, then I'm going to hit three or five. It's fine. <laughs> Occasionally eight. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> what key are you in? Well, I got three. Four. <laughs> I, got, I got four notes. Which one you want? <laughs> what key are you in? Three and five. <laughs> That's that's what key I'm in. Three and five on E. <laughs> you got, imagine the the idea that the idea like in my head I just pictured Michael Anthony going, Okay, I wrote a new song. <laughs> womp 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 What do you guys think? Womp womp <laughs> the womp, intro to running womp. with the devil. This is what's gonna this is gonna be awesome. This is gonna be huge. Womp womp womp. No key change. Womp 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 womp. What do you guys think? We put a solo in here, right? Womp womp. And then the rest of the band goes, okay, we'll work around it. We'll yeah, build we'll, we'll, we'll build a song we'll around it. We'll build around it. it. Yeah. Michael hit the nail on the head. Like changes the whole way I think about Van Halen now. <laughs> Michael Anthony wrote Main Street, which is yeah, every '80s bass line, all of them, except except Dave and Maiden. Dave's got Dave's doing his own thing. Oh, Steve, you mean Steve? Excuse me, Steve, Steve, Steve Harris. Harris. I must have said Dave Harris. Dave Murray. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, Steve Harris. He's doing his own crazy finger thing, but he's fine. Everybody else. Oh shit! I just I like the idea of Michael Anthony writing all the songs. Did I ever tell you when I saw Def Leppard the first time they had a bass solo? I'm sure it was interesting. It was literally just the bass player like running up and down the risers and like getting the crowd pumped and playing a scale. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole solo. Doing them back down. Sweet. That was like. This is lame. <laughs> like I'm glad to be here. This is great. But this this particular moment <laughs> is very lame. And I also I don't, uh no. I also saw a Nikki Six bass solo and he didn't even play his bass. He just, just shot he just fire. shot fire at the yeah. crowd. Yeah. <laughs> I was and it just it just just like smacked the E and shot fire at the crowd. And I was like, this is way better than that Def Leppard solo. <laughs> Devlin, I feel like, was that Savage? Was that Rick? Rick Savage? I don't fucking know. That's the bass player. Was it Joe Elliott, Phil Collins, Steve Clark, Rick Allen, Rick Savage? Say yeah, it's, it's Rick not Savage. Joe Elliott or Phil Collins, so whatever. They call, they, <laughs> they call him Savo sometimes. I just picture him like, if it's, uh, he would go to the production crew and be like, I want to do, I want to do something like Nikki Six. 
He's got an amazing flaming shooting base. Yeah. Can it we is do amazing. something? And like his crew were all like, this one shoots glitter. And he'd be, <laughs> and he'd be like, okay. <laughs> no, I can, no, I can, I can see with Def Lab because it's puff metal. There's no way around yeah, it. Oh, That's yeah. What it's it like, is. it's pop metal. It, it's, it's Sav going, yay. <laughs> see, I would be. He would sound like, like Sharon Osbourne, like, <laughs> like, yay, daddy. If. If if Def Leppard had a bass that shot glitter to the magnitude that Nikki Six's bass shot fire, I'm down because that's gonna be impressive. I mean, it'd be amazing because that shot fire like thirty feet up into the air, right. and I was like, they're hitting the ceiling. Like they're they're. It's a good thing we're outdoors and that ceiling is metal because you're hitting the ceiling. I I mean, Def Leppard. It's a different ball game over there. Yes, not we're not we're Def Leppard and Nazareth, very far apart. <laughs> Nazareth I mean, never on are MTV. They, are they Nazareth they? was never on MTV. No, <laughs> no. Nazareth never had. I don't imagine Nazareth having any blonde mullets at any point. No, Nazareth were real bad at the look. Yeah, they were. Their vocalist with the the Dan when he had the fro reminds me of. I can never. I always want to say Paul Bearer, and it's not Paul Bearer. It's the doom, the doom, the early, early doom band that had the real fat vocalist with the afro who sang really high, like power metal vocals. <sighs> Candlemass. Yeah, Candlemass. Okay, yeah, you're right. I All always, right. Say, I always want to say Paul Bear. Okay, he he gives he gives me a Candlemass vibe. See, I thought he looked like uh, uh, Omar. No, not Omar. Cedric from At the Drive-In and Mars Volta. I can see that as well. He's yeah. he's a husky guy though. He wasn't little. Dan wasn't little. No, he was tiny. Was he? Yeah, I was always remember little... him being like kind of husky. No, no, he's a skinny little waif dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe it's just the even big, the big hair threw me. It's off, funny maybe. when when I talk when I talked to my mom last night. Yeah. My mom was like, "I remember how small he was, even on the stage." And I'm like, "That's the worst thing you can say about a rock star." Mom. <laughs> he was like, so little. <laughs> was, I know Prince didn't seem to care. He was a little Scottish fella. Oh God! I the fact that they're Scottish just makes all this more interesting for some reason. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Like, how many Scottish bands do you know of off the top of your head? I mean, they're the only one. Say, I know Sayor. Okay. That and they're like a Scottish folky black metal band. I mean, are Irish Scottish? No, the Irish are Irish. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna go. We'll just lump them together. Let's go ahead and say the cranberries are Scottish too. Right? We'll lump we're, them together. Surely that won't bother them. <laughs> Surely that won't cause any kind of problems. Surely they don't hate each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, yeah, remember the, the, the fucking cranberries. Freedom. That's not a thing. Yeah, I just yeah. That'd be awesome. Though. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Why wasn't? Why didn't Nazareth do the soundtrack to, to Braveheart? I mean, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it would change the tone of that movie. They just put love hurts in all love the hurts. all the battle scenes. Oh, <laughs> slow motion battle scenes. Right. Love hurts over love him. Hurts. <laughs> We're dying. Guy got an axe in the forehead. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Hair of the Dog. That's a good song. Yeah. It needs a better guitar solo. Though. It does. We got way off. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. It's Nazareth. Miss Misery. Yo, Miss Misery! When they kick in the double time, yeah. it's the fucking coolest. Dude, that's my favorite song on this album. Is your favorite song? It's my favorite song. Is it really? Album. Absolutely. Okay. I love Miss Misery. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a little... 
It's a little slow jammy. That'd be my only complaint is it's a little slow jammy. That's it. Okay. That's it. I, I fucking love that. It's my favorite song on here. I like some of the lyrics in it. Yeah? Yeah. Trent, there we go. There it is. I like it when he says, spend my money on a crystal ball and the charms of a gypsy dancer. Yeah. I like that line. That's, a, that's such like a like a Scottish hippie thing to say. Gypsies? Like, yeah. Talking about talking about gypsies and shit. Fucking gypsies make me nervous. I don't think I've ever actually met a real gypsy. I encountered one once. How do they make you nervous? Uh, I think the Russian accent. I uh, immediately Do you was... believe in their magic? Is that why you're nervous? Because <laughs> I'd imagine <laughs> you as uh, intellect would be like, nah. <laughs> but maybe you got some kind of weird superstition I'm not aware I just, of. I don't like... I don't, I don't li- trust you and your bullshit magic, gypsy. I don't like the Russians. I can't fucking help. <laughs> what? <laughs> did you just profile an entire like I continent? Did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I will. Uh, anybody that's anybody that I just can't. I just can't. I just can't with communism. I can't do it. They're I not can't. communists anymore. I mean, they fucking word. That, that's bad enough. This is back to the same problem. <laughs> We had before <laughs> that you still think Russia is the USSR. I mean, fucking Stalin. He was there, awful. That was a long time it ago. It was a long time ago, but gypsies, man. <laughs> you you can think whatever you want about gypsies, big boy. You just, baby girl, this is your world. You think whatever you want about gypsies. But writing off all Russians is kind of like, mm, that's a little, it's a little profile It's a little... Statist? I don't know. Some sort Countryist? Of Dust- <laughs> Dustin has walked Music the Lightblood into some sort of nationalist. <laughs> You're na- nationalist. This sort of this, this nebulous kind of nationalism where he just doesn't like gypsies, but I'm not <laughs> again, un- unsubscribe. Again, gypsies. <laughs> that's not an entire country of people. I, you cannot like gypsies. Look, I don't I like... I cannot like construction workers. I don't that's like, like... Whatever. I don't like gypsies. That's I don't, fine. I don't trust... Not all gypsies. I don't, Russian. I don't trust that they just want to sell me their wares. I, they, what it, else are they going to do? They, they put a hex on you. So no. you do believe in the magics. <laughs> That's the root of this issue. <laughs> Nazareth has brought out your fear in gypsies. <laughs> I mean, Dan McCaffrey said it. He said it. He did. He said it. He said it. He said it. He wasted all of his money. Spend my money on a crystal ball and the charms of a gypsy dancer. Try to break the spell. You hold on me. Miss Misery. Yo, Miss Misery. <laughs> look, look, I'm just saying gypsies put a fucking hex on you and it's serious business. It's not because you hexes are real, Dustin. Yes, they no, are. They are. Yes, they are. Hey, you know what this song needs? A, a better guitar solo. Is that a is that a, a of the uh, continuing process you've noticed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They need no. Now this this album this album's absolutely amazing. Yeah, for sure. But what if they had like a dude with with some guitar slinging yeah. swagger like I a, will, like Ace Freely? I will say that like for an album that I'm I really really like as much as I do, all of the the bullet points that I usually have to check off for an album for me to really like. Not a lot of them on this one. Like, there's something else about this. Yeah. Because these guys are not good players. Like, so, not like they're not virtuosos by any any 
term. Well, I think it's like significant personal attachment. Yeah. And they they wrote some good fucking songs on this album. Well, it's got, I mean, Miss Misery has that cool slide guitar solo. Yeah, but slide guitar's not hard. No. (laughs) Usually what grabs me with albums is how good are you at playing that thing? Whatever that thing is. Like, how good are you at that? Right. And this is not the case. Like, this is a this is a typical case of the individual parts are not as good as the sum. Yeah. Like the sum like something happened and the sum became greater than the yeah. parts. Like yeah. way greater. It's like it synergizes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then you usually like if there's like there are other examples of bands where like the album's great, but the band is not. But like I Oh yeah, I, Kid. I, Kiss does that all yeah. the time. And I usually hate that shit. But like for some reason, I this gets a pass for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it it's just good songs. Yeah, it's I good think songs. It is. I just think about like what if they had like somebody like Ace Freely, you know what I mean? With with a lot of swagger. Yeah, not a virtuoso. Oh no, no, no. But but, some, a, but understands the plays with, plays with charisma. Understands the 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 building of a lick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, what's Ace doing now? Signing autographs at drinking horror convention. No, he's sober. I think is he sober? I mean, it's probably not horror conventions. It's probably yeah. He's got a crazy. No, it's probably horror conventions. Yo, yeah, yeah, he does yeah. them. Yeah, he does like chiller, chiller theater that sort of huh. thing. Huh? What's uh? Yeah. She get Ace on the show. I'll see what I can do. Okay, cool. I think it would probably be a bad interview. Probably. It also probably cost some money. <laughs> we don't have a lot of. I don't it. think it would cost money. I didn't just. I just. Be, I really. I really. Think I just. If I. If I interviewed. If I interviewed Ace Freely, I'd just be like. I mean, you wrote a really good guitar solo for Shock Me. Have you checked out Bruce Kulick? <laughs> ooh, ooh! I feel like we should start trying to to get a hold of these people we talk about. Some of them are approachable. I mean, what if they're gypsies? I could see Ripper being a gypsy. <laughs> I could totally see that. <laughs> what is it? Borat? I think it's in the Borat movie where he thinks the the lady in the suburbs is a gypsy. Yeah. She's having yeah. a yard sale. And he yeah. Walk, he walks up. No sudden moves, gypsy. <laughs> I will look at your wares. No sudden moves, gypsy. <laughs> oh, God. It's been forever. All right. Fucking love hurts. Love. Some fools think of happiness. Blissfulness. <laughs> togetherness. <laughs> it's so hard to sing like him. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Oh, hold God. On. I wanted to do a thing. Okay, that's a large, appears to be, appears to be originally a wine bottle. Love hurts. <laughs> oh, is this our cover band that we were discussing not too long ago? Is that what we're doing right now? It's our, it's our, uh, it our was our, Judas, it was our Judas Priest, Judas Priest jug band tribute jugulator. Jugulator, yeah. But we're gonna do some Nazareth. We're gonna now. do some Nazareth. All right, ready? Jug hurts. All right, one and two and. <laughs> That's where you come in. Is is that where I come in? Because <laughs> I don't think that's the song. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you're not even blowing into the jug. You're blowing into the microphone. Uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm done with this. Put the jug away. I'm not good at it. You're not. not you're right. Like it, this is probably a gypsy skill. This is probably, that's probably, yeah, you got to sell your soul to the gypsies. Got a little whistle. Got a little whistle that time. <laughs> Love hurts. You're so upset by this. <laughs> Love Hurts is a cover song. I think Miss Misery is a cover song. No. I th- no, no. I'm, oh, I, th- I thought you meant like a song worth covering. Oh. Not, it, it, yeah, Love Hurts is a cover. Yeah. They covered that. That's Who, not their song. Uh, I mean, well, they kind of like claim to it. What was their but, name? It was a French French no, name. No Boudreaux. 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 Boudreaux Jackson. And, and these are all draft. They're just <laughs> filling this full of shit. Nobody gets. <laughs> I mean, if they listen to other episodes, they'll get it. It's, can't That's treat. True. Can't treat every other. Can't treat every episode like it's our first. You're right. You're right. Yeah, we got it. We're relying on. Watch. We're relying on the audience to do a little bit of the legwork. As a little as bit of research. Goes. Fucks. <laughs> Love hurts. It's cover song. The, yeah, for sure. The. Love uh, hurts. I think it's the Everly Brothers. Roy Orbison did it. Roy, I knew Roy Orbison did it, but yeah. I don't know about the rest of it. You know what this song needs? That's what? You, you know what it needs? A better guitar solo? Harmonica solo. No. Yeah. No. Because if you take away, if you put in a harmonica in this, we get away from the proto-metal. We get into folky blues stuff. I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm not. I want this to be more proto-metal. Like we just discussed that Expect No Mercy is just metal and they put the wrong instrument on the eighths <laughs> or the sixteenths. They played they played the they played the hi hat on the sixteenths instead of the double bass. Yeah. And it would have been metal. You were they were already chugging behind it. <laughs> they were just <laughs> they were right there. Yeah. They were on the cusp. They were on the verge. Yeah, I like this song. Yeah, I like Play, all these played songs. it at a lot of high school dances. Oh yeah, which why would you? That's the, why, that's a bad thing to play. Why would you play it at a high school? dance? I mean, because we because as adults we know you're going to get your heart broke. Right, it's going to be rough. Here's Love a, hurts. Here's a hint. Yeah, take take the hint. Good luck, young one. Yeah, use protection tonight and take the hint. <laughs> man, teen teen love. It's rough, man. It's teen, rough. teen love. It's rough. Ugh. It's, it's like it's worse than cottage cheese. What? First of all, cottage cheese is great. No. Second of all, no, it's, it's not that not. bad. No, it's not. It's fucking rotten milk. The uh, Love Hurts is a song written and composed by the American songwriter Bordeaux Bryant. First recorded by the Everly Brothers in July 1960. The song is also well known for a 1975 international hit by the Scottish hard rock band Nazareth, which hit the UK top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. Oh, yeah, too. Before I forget, the uh, Love Hurts, it mm-hmm. was swapped out. Yeah, for... Uh, on the European, Japan, and UK versions with a song called Guilty, which is... Not good. Not not very good. Not amazing. And I'd never heard that till we found that looking this up. Yeah. And it's... I see why. Yeah. I don't get... Why, why just... Why Japan and Europe, though? I don't know. Why not... There ha- it had to have been a licensing thing because Love Hurts is a yeah. fucking good-ass song. Could have been a publishing issue or yeah, something. Yeah, because Love Hurts is a good-ass song. Yeah. It is a good song. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, my guess is some sort of a publishing issue because I tried to dig into it last night. 
but I gave up and I started I started listening to Slayer. <laughs> As most things go with you. <laughs> Just gave up, started listening to Slayer. <laughs> Red and blood <laughs> <a> sky. <laughs> Uh, no more research. <laughs> ah! Okay. All right. So this one, changing times. You all right? Yeah, I just spilt monster all over myself. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm good. I just was like, why am I soaked all of a sudden? Excuse me. Blech. Blech. Okay. So what's what's after love hurts? When I was younger, I used to understand that when you was a girl, you gotta act like a man. Mama told me that's the way it should be, and I know my mama never lied to me. That's probably not true. What? His mom probably lied to him at some point. I guarantee you his mom was probably pretty fucking cool. Oh, probably. I mean, she produced a pretty good singer. If you're wearing a scarf. Yeah. Your mom had to be cool. If you're wearing a a fancy scarf or a sash, Mm -hmm. your mom did something right. Period. Period. End of story. Unless you're a gypsy. (laughs) (laughs) You facepalm the wall. (laughs) I'm learning so many things today. (laughs) So basically, when you start getting fucking sassy with me about the the episodes that I suggest, and you're like, no, that's stupid, I just have to threaten to put a hex on you. (laughs) And I can do whatever I want. I'll do I'll do your episode, Gypsy. <laughs> but no sudden moves. No movement. sudden moves. Did <laughs> <sighs> uh, I mean The show didn't used to be this way. No, it didn't. We used to be on point and have lots of notes and yeah. well researched. It got bad it didn't get bad it got <laughs> it got fucky is what happened uh yeah because i argue the show is more entertaining now yeah i would agree less educational more entertaining <laughs> hmm. you can still learn we have to straddle the, uh, the, the straddle yeah. it you gotta straddle the line of entertaining and, and educational hey i learned a new term the other day what's that um is it funicational because i just made that up in my head yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know if I want to say it. Why? Never mind. What? I just think it's too nasty. Okay. <laughs> okay. No. So changing times. Changing times outro jam. Yeah. Outro extended jam. extended outro jam. Yeah. Yeah. The fade out. Nazareth is real good at the fade out. They, 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 a lot of times their songs just you could tell the producers just sliding some sliders down (laughs) they're not paying attention yeah they they don't have an ending to this song (laughs) i'm just gonna slide well i was was thinking about that too because the fade out helped a lot of the djs in the 70s be able to transition from one song to another so it makes sense it does and that's still a thing that's used 
Like there are still albums where people you know, faded out. I mean, I get, down. I get yeah. it, I get it, but I kind of want them to just be like, da, 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 yeah, just write an then, ending to your and song be, and be yeah. over. That was in my first band. That was like our weak point was we can never write endings. Mm. We could never figure out how to end a song. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, Beggars Day, uh, Beggars Day slash Rose and the Heather. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the one I never remember. This is the one that kind of I don't I can never like I have to hear it for to be able to know what this one is. If this is heaven, then I'm in hell. Yeah, yeah. It it just seems like a footnote to what is whiskey drinking woman because <laughs> that's the next one. That's the big one. That's the second. Well, big I like I like beggars. I think Beggars Day is another cover. It's too. by Grin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Which I have um, no idea who that is. I just remember reading about that. There's a there's big gigantic guitar notes in there, but there's not a lot of sustain to them. That yeah. makes it kind of sound. You gotta have sustain. Weird. You gotta have some sustain. But I, I think it enhances the song. Yeah. Eh. I think I think it does. This, I think I think this is the weak point of this album. This is the chink in the armor. Really? I do. Oh God, I love this song. I, I think this is the for me. This is this is the chink in the armor. This is the one that I can never remember. Huh? Yeah. It's like a throwaway to you. I wouldn't say throwaway because they're all. It, this album is is good top to bottom. It's just this is the chink in the armor. Right. This is the the weak one to <laughs> me anyway. I mean, huh. fucking Miss Misery. It's fucking great. Hair of the Dog's fucking great. Changing Times is good. It's not as good as the other two, but it's good. And then I mean, I'd never heard Guilty till recently, and it's not great. <laughs> um, Whiskey Drinking Woman, great. Please don't Judas me, great. <laughs> Like that's, yeah. that's the one I can't remember. Wow, I really it's not even that it's bad. It's just not the one. It's the one I can't remember. I just I think the lyrics are great. Yeah, and I've crossed myself in anger. Oh, your mercy can't save me. I like that. Yeah, he's a good lyricist. All the lyrics. In the yeah, they're really good. good. Yeah, makes me wonder who wrote them. Was it a group effort or was it? I, I guess I just always assume it's the vocalist. The vocalist. I always assume it's Dan. It's not always the case. It's not. It's often not the case, yeah. actually. Yeah. A lot of the time, I it bothers me. Like, Motley Crue, mm-hmm. like Nikki Six, would be like, our singer's dumb. <laughs> Did he realize he said that before? So I'm gonna. I'm just going to write the lyrics. Vince is just the worst. <laughs> yes. I don't like Vince. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. I don't even think he's can't that good. It. No, I don't think he is either. He's about on the same level as David Lee Roth. Yeah. But David yeah. Lee Roth is charismatic. Yeah. You know? He's a fuck. <laughs> but he's charismatic. Yeah. Vince yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nill. Just put Michael Sweet in every 80s band. Gross. No, he's so good. Do you know... You know how when you let when you let a pig like a a pig on a farm loose yeah. like if you release it into the wild yeah. it grows tusks within like 5 hours and it yeah, gets, they get real big. gets all hairy and, But it's more than 5 mm, hours. But no, it's, it's, it's like probably five very quick. But yeah. it's pretty quick. Yeah. They they grow coarse hair that sort yeah. of thing. That's what I think would happen if you put Michael Sweet in Motley Crue. Put him in any band that's not Striper. He's just, <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah. I can't yeah. handle the sin. <laughs> There's too much sin. Yeah. I must engage. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, if you put Michael Sweet in Motley Crue, like Nikki would have him on heroin in like, like a day or two, a couple weeks. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Hey, like, you want you want some blow? <laughs> and I was like, no. He's like, but do you want some blow? <laughs> <laughs> Michael, 
I got some blow. Do you want some? No. No, I'm good. Let me check again. Do you need some blow? And he's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want all the blow. <laughs> I want all of it. Give please. me all the blow. Mm. Mm. I see <laughs> Michael's blonde drummer, that dude. Yeah. With the amazing eyelashes. He that is Michael's actual solo project is like A, way heavier than Striper. <laughs> and B, pretty men. <laughs> Bunch of pretty old dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His brother, especially, like, I can't stand to look at him. It's just like It's like, stop. It's like quit being so handsome. It's like Dustin, why don't you like Striper? I, like, I can't fucking look at him. <laughs> They're too pretty. Why? Why? Because I get lost in their drummer's <laughs> eyes. I can't, I can't fucking, I, <laughs> it makes me wonder about too many things in my life. Fucking read the book of Isaiah and I want to have sex with him. You're I too, you're too, you're too old to be gay at this point. Like you're too far in yeah, Dustin. It, like it, there's yeah. no, there's no like changing now. Like, like I'm just going to take that and just bury it down <laughs> and just go on about my life. I don't like Striper. <laughs> I don't like Striper. <laughs> I don't like Striper. <laughs> <laughs> With a question mark at the end. I don't like Striper. <laughs> <sighs> Nazareth. Nazareth. Yeah, I love Beggar's Day. I can't, I mean, that's I cool, can't man. believe it. It's just, it's just it's, you know, this is just, I mean, it's just, it, just like you. Just, just like me. Just like you. To be, you just, I can't, it's, I can't fucking spend 24 hours a day with you. And yeah. and this is a good example of what happens because <laughs> I I make my own decisions based on my taste. God, your priorities are just always. <laughs> I like so... every song on this album. No, this is just the worst one. It's still good. It's just the worst. Okay, so which ones? Which one do you think is the worst? Then the worst song? Yeah, Rose in the Head. You think so? Yeah. I mean, they're b- the same song. It's one track. Yeah. Yeah. It's A and B of one track. I mean, they call it. Another name, so it's another song. I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not going to be subjugated to your weird fucking gypsy (laughs) song twisting trickery. I'm not not, tricking, I'm reading, I'm I'm reading the track listing. You showed up. Changing times You showed up and you did like some sort of and sprinkled gypsy dust and all of a sudden now you want me to think Rose and the Heather is not a song. It's a song. They fucking called it. They gave it a name. It's a song. Okay. It's the way it is. All right, buddy. It's the way. I'm just, it's hard to argue with Wikipedia. Fucking communists. Oh. <laughs> I'm having a bad morning. You are having a rough morning. <laughs> You're doing all right, buddy. This album is is drudge, really good is drudging some things up oh with some, some, some gypsy problems I'm frustrated with communism right frustrated now. with gypsies and communism <laughs> that's a dustin statement what i'm frustrated with gypsies and communism because <laughs> only you would would associate those two things <laughs> well russian gypsies and communism i mean stalin thing about that though <laughs> what they're not communists anymore. No, they're not. For the third time. <laughs> well, <laughs> are they though? No. No, they're no, not. No, they're not. No. Not since 1991 have they mm. been communists. Yeah. <laughs> Should we just have an episode of like Russian history to inform you? 
Because I could make that happen. I just get frustrated. World War One had some interesting stuff with the Russians. <laughs> I just get frustrated with, with the Russians. With the Russians. I just They're I really good at hockey. I get frustrated with them. They're really good at curling. I don't, I don't like that Putin guy. I mean, that's fair. And their food seems suspect. It's very good. Lots of potatoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The starch. Have some starch. Have some starch with your starch. <laughs> Do you want some gravy on your starch? <laughs> it's made from potatoes. <laughs> it's made from starch. <laughs> How about some dried fish? And vodka. Covered in starch. And vodka. And vodka. Wash it all down with vodka. And let's go sn- sit in the snow. <laughs> I just... <laughs> You know what's You know what's hard about this show? What? 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 You call the shots. (laughs) So when you get off on some stupid bullshit, I just have to go along. I try so hard to keep us on point. And you're just off fucking around with gypsies. I'm over here in Scotland being like, but we're supposed to be here talking about Nazareth. And then, but no, we're just, we've just, we're just, we're just on for the third week in a row. We're just talking about Russia for the third week in a row. I'm so frustrated with you right now. I'm like actually flustered right now. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to keep us on track, get new viewers, get people interested in the show. And you're like, let's talk about jokes that no one gets and talk about Russia for an hour. And I'm like, yeah, that'll grow the channel. Great. I love it. Hey, what's up, motherfucker? This is Dustin from Music the Lifeblood. Are you on Instagram? Do you like that shit? Well, guess what? So is Music the Lifeblood. Just search Music the Lifeblood. You can check out pictures of my record collection, and you're going to get random pictures of Haggis the Wonder Mutt, the official Music the Lifeblood dog. All right, Instagram. Fuck yeah. Music the Lifeblood. Woo! Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we got... Nazareth. We got... Somehow I, I, I skipped where we were. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, we got whiskey drinking... Well, we got a ro- rose in the heather first. If you want to... No? No? Okay. <laughs> so, whiskey drinking woman. I just don't like rose in the heather. I don't... It's like... We discussed the... They I, could they could have just made like a really long slamming outro solo for Beggar's Day. Yeah. Agreed. And instead, they did this weird hippy dippy love shit. Yeah. Some fucking 1970s, like, psychedelic rock shit. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I'm just not into it. Yeah. Uh, Whiskey Drinking Woman is my favorite song on this Whiskey album. Drinking Woman sounds like it should be a uh, Molly Hatchet song, <laughs> not a Nazareth song. I mean, it could have been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it totally could have yeah, been. Yeah. I love, I love this song. I love the guitar part. 
Yeah. I love the lyrics. I love the whole fucking It's thing. definitely the the other than hair of the dog. It is the next standout song. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it's the other single kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. That guitar line. It's bluesy. Yeah, it's real bluesy. Got some swang to it, some swagger. That whiskey drinking woman is making a poor man out of me. Yep. Gotta buy her all that whiskey. Sure upsets me seeing her juiced up every night. Ooh. Ooh, that's sad. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's got an element of tragedy to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of it's a great Roman tragedy. Do you know that uh, ACDC song called "Ride On"? Actually, I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. You never heard it? I don't know. It's a good song. I probably have, but it's not like a big one that I remember. Because yeah. I've heard about every ACDC song. So. Yeah, it's a really good what song. What album is it on? Is, I can't remember what album. Is it Bond? Or? It's Bond. Okay. Um, then I probably have heard it because I prefer dude, the Bond days. Dude, is that on Jailbreak? Dude, 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 that, dude. I'm thinking that might be on Jailbreak. I can't remember. Because that's, that's my favorite ACDC album, and I think I remember hearing... Jailbreak is? Yeah, I love Jailbreak. Really? Jailbreak is my favorite ACDC song. No kidding. Gonna make a jailbreak. Ooh, with a bullet in his back. And I'm reaching towards the sky. It's gonna be a jailbreak. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, Malcolm's backup vocals are pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, ACDC is a good band. Jailbreak. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good band. What album is um, TNT on? Mm, it's the one that's all like the covers all like uh 1950s and everyone's faces are covered their eyes are covered uh dirty dirty deeds it's on dirty deeds deeds. yeah 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 yeah. okay i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure don't quote me on that but Mm. i'm pretty sure it's on dirty deeds this is a good album it is Hmm. let there be rock is also a good song yeah yeah the video is real cool too they're in the church. Oh, yeah. It's weird. It's good. I like it. Yeah. I don't like that song very I much. I do. I just love everything Bond did. <laughs> I much prefer Bond over Brian. <laughs> I much prefer Brian over fucking Axl Rose. Yeah. Agree. Not into that. Yeah. They're still doing that even after Malcolm died. It's just Angus is the only one that's left, I think, of the is of the original. And is Phil still alive? Yeah. But he got thrown out of the band. Yeah. Because he tried to pay somebody to kill his wife. <laughs> <laughs> you now remember that? I don't remember that. Yeah, I it's weird, fucking bizarre. Huh. Phil, like he Phil lives somewhere else, somewhere overseas, and oh well, yeah, like in farm. I think it's Belgium. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, anyway. Anyway. anyway, anyway, whiskey drinking woman is absolutely incredible. It's a good ass song. I fucking love that song. I think it's. The solo is super weird. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. All their solos are kind of weird because they're, none of them are like super good guitar players. So they kind of just bullshit it to make up for the lack of like raw talent. Well, I think he's uh, Manny Charlton. I think he's a good guitar player. I think he's a good he's guitar player. He's a good player. guitar player, but he's not a, a technical guitar player. I, yeah. He's not ripping crazy solos. Yeah, I think he was a rhythm player that had to fill. Had a, to play lead. Had, had to play lead. Yeah. Which that's why I said earlier, if you get somebody like with some really amazing rock swagger, like an AC, like an Ace Freely, or you know, I always think of 
like Ted Nugent. Like I can't fucking stand it when Ted Nugent yeah. opens his mouth. Yeah, but he can play. But I'm 100 percent okay when he plays his guitar. Yeah, just don't talk. Just yeah, play. Totally okay. If we with could it. take, if we could take Ted Nugent and make him Buckethead, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's funny. Just play. Wonder if Ted Nugent does nunchucks. I can only assume at some point. Yeah, he had. Yeah, <laughs> at some point. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there. It's like to put a uh, hundred monkeys in a room and they'll figure give out them long they'll, enough. They'll, they'll type Shakespeare. Yeah, it's kind of like Ted Nugent with nunchucks. You're yeah, like give put Ted Nugent in a room long enough, he'll make some nunchucks. <laughs> just by just by virtue of who he is, he has to have had a pair he'll, of nunchucks. He will make point. a weapon from something, <laughs> <laughs> and it we will got, be. A one in 10,000 yeah. chance it's nunchuck. And it will be functional, probably. <laughs> right. Yeah, it will be impressive. I like, I'm okay with Ted. I'm okay with Ted. I like his emphasis on uh, if you're going to hunt, eat it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not a big... Just... It's his political stances that are like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up, you yeah. redneck piece of shit. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I don't always. I was like, dude, be more articulate for one yeah. thing. But at the same time... He's one of those dudes is like just says it for the attention. You know what I mean? I don't. I mean, I was cool with him being just a loudmouth Southern boy, and then he well, started he's from Detroit. I mean, yeah, but he thinks he's a Southern boy, <laughs> and then he started shooting flaming arrows into President Obama's face on stage, and I was like, mm, that's where the line is drawn. It was a flaming arrow. Yeah, he because it was it was Osama. He was shooting pictures of Osama bin Laden with flaming arrows after 9-11. And I was like, that's kind of trashy, but okay, I get it at least. But then when Obama got elected, he started shooting pictures of Obama with flaming arrows. And it's like, that's kind of in bad taste. (laughs) Sir, that makes you look like a racist. Are you aware? (laughs) I mean, it's just don't. I, I wouldn't poke the Secret Service. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like I that's, just, I just wouldn't. They know you have a lot of weapons. You're <laughs> right. You're on a watch list somewhere. Right. right. Like, I guaranteed. Just, I just wouldn't. Dick, <laughs> don't poke the bear. Don't poke the Secret Service. It's going to go bad. <laughs> they got. You think you got guns? <laughs> they got more guns. <laughs> right. <laughs> and more men. <laughs> Bulletproof vehicles. They're in the room right now <laughs> watching you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Ted Nugent. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Nazareth, we're real bad today. Yeah. Whiskey drinking woman. Yeah, that's my favorite song on the album. Okay. I like it. A I lot. do too. Yeah. yeah, I think it's incredible. That was one of those times when I was a kid when I first heard it. I, I had, I had really kind of latched on to. That doesn't. That's not just like a rip roaring rock song. Oh no! It was, yeah, yeah. It was a little more chilled out, smooth, mellow. And I think I liked White Snake at a at a young age too, specifically, huh? Specifically, their Slide It In album. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I mean, yeah, it's a euphemism. So, we get it. Or yeah. not Slide. <laughs> it's an album. Is it Slide It In? I'm. I, you're talking to the wrong guy about White Snake. It's the album. White Lion, maybe. It's the album with Slow and Easy, and it's the album with Slow and Easy. Slide It In. Is it Slide It In? Slow and easy. Stop. Wow. Stop. Okay. Euphemisms. I'm going to look this up. Look it up. Because that's actually going to that's gonna bother me. Because I think it's slided in. Yeah, it is slided in. Okay. Yeah. All the W, the w bands, yeah, I can yeah, do yeah, without yeah. most of so them. Back, yeah, it's got, 
loving no strangers slided ins on there and slow and easy that's anyway so i really like slow and easy i like the beginning the intro that mm-hmm. long build up for that song mm-hmm. and whiskey drinking woman kind of reminded me of that for some reason when i was a kid okay yeah i get you yeah i get you it's interesting how your music tastes are shaped yeah, we've you're, ta- you're, we've talked about that. A yeah, lot. you're very, you're very you know, amorphous when you're young. Mm-hmm. It only takes a couple like big moments to be like oh, that. Yes, that there, please, more yeah. of that. Yeah, and I feel like if you don't have those moments, you just listen to pop. I feel yeah, like that's the default. I feel like that's the default. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's huge. Yeah, it's accessible yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah. Hmm. There's just not many people who have like the ravenous, like love of a band you see for like pop stars even yeah. like the ones who were like i fucking love britney spears back in the <laughs> 90s like right. they grew out of that like we're here i'm 28 and you're 38 and we're still just like fucking metal <laughs> like, yeah. <we're, laughs> yeah yeah you know who the the k-pop fans oh they get in oh jesus j-pop and k-pop fans get in it's unreal yeah baby metal's great it's like a religion yeah. For them, there's this, what are they called? BTS, I think. Uh, BTS. Anyway. I know baby metal. K- K-pop is, is if, if I took LSD, yeah, I think that's what the music sounds like. Fair. Like, it's just like, oh, like <laughs> so many colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a mixture of like horrifying and candy and bomb yeah. pops and a day at the beach. It's just, it's just too day, much. A day at the beach with a killer. Just always there, right. always lurking. But you're having a great time at the beach. But he's there. <laughs> Don't look at him. It's terrible. It's funny. That's like the what is that? That old Outer Limits episode where is it Outer Limits? I don't know. We cannot keep on track today. No, we all. can't. This will be the last time I get off track. I don't believe. But you. there's this episode where Tim Robbins, every time he looks in the mirror, he sees this clo- a guy behind him, cloaked and yeah, you know, top hat wearing figure coming mm-hmm. after him. That's kind of like K-pop. Sure. You know, like if, <laughs> if you look at the K-pop, like something's coming to get you. <laughs> don't don't acknowledge it. Don't acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah. Don't look at it. Don't don't make eye contact. <laughs> that the last song. Please don't Judas me. Yeah. Last song on the American version. On the international version, it's Love Hurts. There's one more song after Please Don't Judas Me. It's Love Hurts. Is it really? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Originally track three on U.S. edition. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't work as good at the end of the album. It does not. It's that's a downer of a last song. They <laughs> yeah. they do they do that a lot in their catalog. Where they'll open up with a fairly up tempo sort of and thing. close on a on a downer. No, no. Like the second or third song, it'll be this massive ballad. That's the '80s model. Yeah. That's yeah. the like the white the yeah. the the hair metal. Your W bands. Your yeah. Winger, White Snake, Warrant. All those like really cliche '80s bands did that shit. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I always think of Alice Cooper and um, Only Women Bleed. Mm-hmm. You know that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always think of that hmm. as kind of like a proto-ballad. I could see that. Yeah. You know, I, th- I mean, there's ballads out there. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. but like the, the metal ballad? Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Sort of the big arena ballad that yeah. got huge. Every during... rose has its thorns. Oh, <laughs> that album is awful. What's the, what's the other big one? Isn't there one by like was it Firehouse? Had a real big single. They did slow. Which one is it? I don't remember. I know. But I remember they had a huge one. There was like the only song by Firehouse anyone gave a shit about. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Yes, it's always those two always pop in my head. 
for some reason. I don't know. I don't remember what it is. I just remember seeing, oh, it's Firehouse. <laughs> the, gone forever. <laughs> Out hmm. of my brain. Okay. Had to fit in other music knowledge. <laughs> Firehouse did not make the yeah, cut. I had to squeeze something else in. Yeah. yeah what is that song called? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to fucking look it up. Yeah, Please Don't Judas Me is weird. It is. Fucking bizarre. But the lyrics are super cool. I'm off the top of my head. Don't remember the lyrics on this Please one. Please don't Judas me. Yeah. Which, I mean, I get the implication of don't Judas me, but. Treat me as you'd like to be treated. Please don't blacklist me. Leave me as you wish to find me. Don't analyze me. Sacrifice me. Please don't Judas me. That's some 70s shit. Totally. That's some 70 ass 70 shit. It's hard not to make the religious connection. I mean, it's in the name. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I'm a big fan of Judas. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Because of the, because you love the money, right? <laughs> what? Isn't, isn't it, maybe I'm getting my biblical references confused. What? Because, because the Jude, what Judas did. Well, everybody thinks he betrayed Jesus. Yeah, for money. Oh. And you're always like, I'm, oh. all, I'm all about the money. Okay, I get, I get what you're saying. I was like, where does fucking the band get paid? Like, I was sort of like, no, what are you no. talking about? Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. No, I like Judas. Um, I think Judas, I don't think he betrayed Jesus. Mm. I think Jesus. Think he was a martyr? Do became, what? Think he became like a martyr? Kind no, of I, I think I think Judas, Judas uh, he essentially turned Jesus in. I think he did it because Jesus said, you have to do this for me. I think Jesus, I think Judas was the one that loved Jesus the most. Mm. I'll do it's, whatever you say, even if it sucks. Yeah. 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 Hmm, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? We're fucking BFFs. Yeah. I don't want to do this, man. And Jesus like, you gotta. Yeah. Because I gotta die. They're going to nail me to a big piece of wood and beat the shit out of me. It's rough. Yeah. Whether you believe in religion or not, that is a rough story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah, rough. It's, it's awful. I think, and it's interesting, too, because Nazareth as a band, they didn't they didn't choose their name. They chose their name because of the Beatles reference. But there's still, like, there's a religious connotation of yeah. Nazareth. Yeah. yeah, there is. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of shit that happens in Nazareth. That's an important city. That's another one of those weird connections that drew me to this band. Like what, those the, weird the, child, the, the yeah. Because when thing? when I was when I was very 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 little, we went to a Nazarene church, so that was just a word that I associated and was like, I know what that is. <laughs> so like another one of those oh, yeah, weird yeah. little connective yeah. tissues that's like ah. Well, there's a, there's an element of there's a taboo element to it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That always kind of hits that. Yeah, butt. It, it's it's like hey, hits that hey, button for a lot yeah. of people. But I, you know. I don't know. Nazareth as a city, it's really important. It's a lot of things go on in Nazareth. Yeah. What is it? Uh, is it the Basilica of Annunciation? What? A-N-N-U-N-C-I-A-T-I-O-N. I think I, that's how you said it. Okay. But anyway, that's where, I think that's where Mary was hanging out and Gabriel said, you're going to have a fucking kid. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's going to be the son of God. Yeah. And Mary's like, whoa. Whoa, my husband's going to be real mad. <laughs> well, I, I think Mary was a prostitute. I've heard that before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think Mary was a prostitute. Mm -hmm. That's why. Immaculate conception yeah. with air fingers. Yeah, right. <laughs> air I, think in that, I think that in that sense, it meant that it was conception without love. Yeah. Gotcha. So gotcha. That's what I think it was. But don't Judas him. Yeah, fucking don't you Judas me, you Fucking shithead. Fucking gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It could be. 
<laughs> they, well, yeah, all, I mean, all of like, Nazareth are gypsies. Like it could, it could be. I mean, <clears throat> does, do male gypsies have a different name? Are they like are they gypos? Gyp gyp gypos? <laughs> Gypsos? Gyp gyp gypsos? Gypsos? Gymsies. There it is. Gotcha. Gymsies. Gymsies. That's not even a word. It's not. It's I not guarantee. Even a word. Yeah. I think a gypsy is just a gypsy. I think so. I think. Well. I think it crosses all. Gen- so this is. It crosses all gender. So this is gender lines. Nazareth hair of the dog. Slash gypsies. That's the episode title, right? I guess. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> Backslash fucking gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> or the Nazareth Hair of the Dog episode. Or Oh No Gypsies. Yeah, that'll 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 do. Or Oh No Gypsies in Communism. <sighs> what? If I hear if I'm on this show and I hear about fucking Russia again, communism is bad. You're right. Is is thirty years ago? <laughs> no, co- communism still has effects today, for sure. That you know the death toll of communism. Oh yeah, it's more than the Holocaust. Like yes, three times over. It's, it's, it's this is funny. a show about music. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talk. No, maybe no. we should just have a couple episodes to just get this shit. <laughs> Like, let's just talk about Russia. Let's talk about all the stupid shit and then put yeah. it up as a bonus episode. <laughs> we could. Let's do it. Let's, end, let's wrap this up and get to the stupid episode. <laughs> get to the stupid episode. Yeah, we got time. Uh, yeah, please don't Judas me. Yeah, it's a good song. They're all good songs. Very psychedelic. Yeah. Which very I don't like the psychedelic stuff as much as like the proto metal stuff. But dare, can... dare I say trippy. Yeah, it's, it's 70 psychedelic shit. Like, yeah. It's very European is what it is. Is it? Yeah, European music at that time for me always. Because, I mean, if you follow the trend so we of Ameri- like... We had American bands doing that. For sure. But if you follow the trend of psychedelic rock, it just leads straight to fucking weird EDM. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's currently in, in Europe. It's all we're going to eat mushrooms. Yep. 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 Hmm. It's a good time. Don't yeah, do I really, I really like that song. Yeah. I like all... Like I said, I like all these songs. Just Beggar's Day and Rose in the Heather are the weak... Are the chink in the armor. I'm still surprised by that. I'm so surprised by that. To be totally honest, I could just have Hair of the Dog and Miss Misery just played back and forth eight times. (laughs) And I'd be like, You'd totally be okay with it. Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) This is a. No, you can put put, uh, Whiskey Drinking Woman in there too. Right. Just like Hair of the Dog, Miss Misery, Hair of the Dog, Miss Misery, Hair of the Dog, Miss Misery. Was he drinking woman? Hair of the Dog Miss Misery. <laughs> I'd be like, this is a great album. <laughs> this is a great album. Imagine if a band actually did that. But that I feel like that be would like, be the Nazareth greatest hits compilation. Like, this is this next song is off our album, Hair of the Dog. It's called Hair of the Dog. Sweet. This next song is called Hair of the Dog. It's off our new album. <laughs> what? But they they do it with the same, like, it's a new song, like the right. same gusto. Right. They're like, this is the exact same this song. This is another new song off our Hair of the Dog album. It's called, you got it, Hair of the Dog. Yeah. So why are they doing this? <laughs> this was called Whiskey Drinking Woman right afterward. This was Hair of the Dog. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Why are they doing it to us? <laughs> this is, I'm leaving. I don't. <sighs> Please. Why are they Judasing me? Why are they Judasing me? Please. Don't you Judas me. Don't fucking Judas me, you Please don't Judas me. I wonder if that means something else in Scotland. Oh, that's a valid point. It could be like a a, a colloquialism. I mean, they have Christians in Scotland, obviously. Yes. But I wonder if, like, culturally it's a... There's like a a top of the morning to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Colloquialism. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't Judas me. 
have a good day. I don't think you know, that's but, probably how that's used. No, it's but, not. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just, I, be, I see it. I'm exploring. I see idea. it more of like as a, in an argument. Like, don't you fucking Judas me? That kind of like you're accusing me of something. I don't you Judas me, laddie. That's Scott. That's Irish. Oh, that's Irish, right? I don't know how to do a Scottish one. I don't either. Yeah, I was about I to try, nothing. and I was like, no, that's Irish. Ah, <laughs> we're just gonna assume it's Irish. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hair of the dog. Just uh, something something worth mentioning. Yeah. Something worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. From a collector's standpoint, this album is pretty available. It's, like I said, three of the four people involved with our show have this album. Yeah. And I don't yeah. collect vinyl. Like, I have... Okay. Yeah. Put yeah. it in the perspective. I own five vinyls. <laughs> this is one of them. <laughs> Did you just say vinyls? Five vinyls. Just say vinyl. Vinyls. <laughs> I own five records. Like I instantly lose credibility as a corrector, a collector, just with you saying that. I own five. I own five records. This is one of them. What are the other four? Um, I, I have one of them. Elvis one. Yeah, I have uh, the best of the Blues Brothers. I have uh, Elvis Blue. Blue Christmas? Blue Christmas. I have a blue. Yeah, and it's on blue vinyl from like Christmas. back in the 60s. And then I have Hair of the Dog, I have Expect No Mercy, and I have the new Fister album. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have about 100 Victrola records. Weird <laughs> weird mix. Yeah. Well, they were... I have not... I've only bought one of those. I bought Fister. The rest right. of those were uh, the Blues Brothers and the two... Nazareth's albums were given to me by my dad out of his collection when he was getting rid of stuff. And the Elvis came from my grandma after she passed. Because hmm. it's on blue vinyl. She thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, you showed me that. And it's been played all to shit. Like, it's it's flat. Like, it hardly even has ridges to it anymore. Mm-hmm. So... I don't like think it would blue. even. I don't think it would even play at this point. She mm. played the shit out of it. Misfits covered Blue Christmas. Really mm-hmm. neat. Yeah, I can see that with. Oh, 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 yeah, because his voice is already very Elvisy. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird song. Yeah, it's it weird. Like Elvis vocals are bizarre. Yeah, and he sings so. <laughs> it's kind of like kind of like a Michael Jackson thing, just deep instead of high. Yeah, the, the the breathy, yeah, <laughs> in between words. <laughs> okay, listen to hair. Listen to hair of the dog. Get more into Nazareth. Is that Boy, the end of the episode? I feel like it is. I feel like it should have been like an hour ago. But yeah, here we go. I don't know. Maybe I can edit it down. I mean, go for it. It's your world, baby girl. Maybe. Yeah. It got weird. When does it not? I'm serious about that idea, though, of just, this is the bullshit episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is the, let's get all the shit sure. off our chest. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Hair of the dog. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Go like, look. first, like, if you've never heard this album, do yourself a favor and pick it up. Yeah. Like, it's a good fucking album. Yeah, it is a good album. It is a, a, a timeless album, I would say. Yeah. 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 Mandatory. Yeah. That's the word I would use Even to if describe you were it. into like technical death metal, give Nazareth a spin. Because like you wouldn't get where you are without this album. Hmm. It is a it is a very important proto metal album, I say. Okay. That I will stay I will stick by I'll die on this hill. Okay. I'll stick by those guns. I just don't see him having that much of an influence. I do. And again, that may just be me personally. 
I would not be into the music I am. Yeah, today. I'm totally, I'm totally all about it. Yeah. I just don't see it having that far-reaching of I an do. influence. I, I have, I would have no problem throwing this into like early Judas Priest, like in, in terms of proto metal uh-huh. and Sabbath, and oh, I have no problem throwing just this album in with those. Okay. Even as much as much as I like, expect no mercy. You can't throw that in. It's, it's, it's just this one. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like reminds me of a pretty it, song. It sounds like disco. Expect rem- no mercy. Sounds it reminds like disco. me of Rockarola. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Rockarola woman for a Rockarola man. Yeah, 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 for sure. Priest. Okay. All right, so that's another episode of the Music of the Lifeblood podcast wrapping. Wrapping up. Music of the Lifeblood, something old, something new. What are you listening to? That's all I need, a generation behind. We're going nowhere and that's just fine. With every kiss I taste blood on your lips I feel the pain you try to hide Another day of a wasted life And we don't care what the fuck they